0: Bloody hell, crikey. It's a, bit, it's a bit musty in here, mate. Oh, mate, the dust. Hey, hey, pull, pull that sheet off the panel, would you? Oh, With the one with the spiders on it? Yeah, hang on. Spiders? Oh. Oh, the dust, oh, the dust. Good Lord. Oh, mate. How, how long has it since we've used this studio? Quick, here, I'll just, uh, let me just see if I can fire this up. Uh, let's see, connect button. Oh, a, mate, I think it was about a. 41 episodes ago. All right, Grant, stand back. I'm going to fire up the mixer. Okay. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive, it's
1: alive. <laughs> Hang on, let me get the Vandegraaff generator going a bit more. Oh, the Jacob's Ladder, yep, that's sparking in the background. Excellent, excellent. Uh, it's it's like riding a bike, it's true. It all comes
0: back to you, doesn't it? It all does. That and all of these sound effects, Grant, they're, they're all back. Oh, that means it's going to
1: be another three hours preparation for a five-minute episode.
0: You betcha. Welcome, folks, to the Australia desk for, uh, well, you know, Grant, we could say for this year because as we're recording this here in Australia, it's next year. Woohoo!
1: Welcome to the future where the winning lotto numbers are. Three, five, seven... <laughs> I hate it when it does that.
0: Episode 484, I guess. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, 484. I think that's what they're going to be doing it for. Oh, hard to believe the last one we were on was 442.
0: Mm. Hey, hey, this is one of those bits and pieces ones where, you know, Max says – now, folks, don't tell Max, I told you this. Max says to try and keep it short for these bits and pieces episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, like that's ever going (laughs) to (laughs) happen.
0: What have we been doing? The last time we spoke in this segment was uh, back at the Australian International Air Show. That was back in February or March of 2017. So, Grant, uh, you've been putting more miles on uh, Virgin Australia aircraft than most of their pilots, as I like to tell people. What have you you been up to?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've been doing um, a fair whack of travel. In fact, I just calculated the other day uh, 73 flights, primarily between um, Australian cities, mostly on the eastern seaboard and Adelaide. Uh, But I did do a run over to Auckland, cross the ditch. uh, when I took my father over for the uh, five-squadron reunion, the Royal New Zealand Air Force one, that was pretty big. Total of, uh, what, 30,200 miles, which isn't bad given it's all domestic. And if all goes well, I've been flying so much that by my annual renewal in mid-February, I'm going to have so many excess credits that I'll be able to gift gold status to
0: Ms Kit. Well, you, you should, you should gift them to me, buddy. I mean, you know, we've been together a long time.
1: Yeah, mate, mate, yeah, but... Um, I need, know, I you're need. you doing a lot of flying of your own.
0: I have been doing a lot of flying, yes. I've, I've walked away from the railways this year and uh, I've been working in aviation, which is something new for me, and uh, just working for a um, an events company that uh, that runs air shows up in Sydney. So that's uh, that's been really interesting. So I live down here in Melbourne, which is, uh, you know, it's about an hour's flight away for those who are not familiar with this part of the world. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, doing a fair bit of flying. In fact, um, there's been a new airline start up here. Well, it's not a new airline, but they've started some uh, regular flights to Melbourne called JetGo, and uh, I've been flying them lately and uh, flying in their little ERJs, which is, uh, you know, quite a new experience for me. It's been quite fun, actually and very convenient.
1: Yeah, it's been great you've been able to fit on them. I mean, you know, they're, they're not a big jet. Uh, what's it like? Because I've heard a lot of reports about very, you know, some people talk about ERJs having tiny seats and all that kind of stuff, but I'm guessing um, I'm guessing these ones are pretty well decked out.
0: Well, I've got to tell you, there's actually more leg room in the seats on these planes than you'll find on a uh, Qantas or a Virgin economy class seat. Interestingly enough, it's uh, it's, it's quite comfortable, I've got to say.
1: Oh, well done, mate. Well done. I, I understand they're nice leather wide seats as well.
0: Well, yeah, uh, the only thing I would say about the JetGo aircraft, if I had, you know, uh, some constructive advice, was they could use a little bit of uh, prettying up inside. They've, uh, they're a little bit weather-beaten inside, I think. Uh, some of the seats some of the seats uh, could use a bit of sprucing up.
1: Ah, oh, well, but at least, hey, it's a much easier way to get to work when you're going up there because you don't have to go to Tullamarine in Melbourne and then fly to Kingsford Smith in Sydney, rent a car and drive down to Wollongong. You actually get to go and drive to Essendon, one of our favourite airports in Melbourne, with all the BizJet. Jump on board with JetGo and get off and walk to your office across the tarmac.
0: That's exactly right. In fact, uh, yes, my office is at the Illawarra Regional Airport in Wollongong. It's wonderful. You get off at the little terminal there, and yeah, it's about a two-minute walk to the office. It's
1: oh, the agony.
0: It's very nice. <laughs> I guess uh, news-wise at the moment, Grant, just trying to think of some stories here. Um, you know, I've just started up a new podcast I'll talk about in a minute uh, for Australian Aviation Magazine, which is, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, but we've been talking this week about some news that's, that sprung up about the issue of uh, foreign pilot visas. And the government here is uh, looking to fast-track plans to fill what they've suddenly discovered is a gap in the market. There's a the shortage of airline pilots, apparently.
1: Yeah, they've, uh, they're basically running around saying, because they, they modified the 457 visa, worker visa, system to start saying no pilots which has led to a couple of, uh, I know from the commercial hot air ballooning world they're actually starting a couple of uh, pilot factories up north, which is a good thing but uh, on the... um on the commercial airline side of things, there's been such a bit of a hoo-ha about uh, lack of pilots that they're uh, actually opening up the 457s even more for commercial regional kind of uh, ATPL pilots.
0: You know, the, the sad thing is, I think this situation has been coming for for a long time. And you know, we've talked a lot in this segment over the years about how Australia's uh, training sector is is it's really stoffered in a lot of ways. I think through overregulation by our very overzealous yes. regulator here, and the expense of it all with you know very high user fees and you know air. air Port privatisation, ATC privatisation, or corporatization at least, and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't make it really attractive for local pilots. So, you know, a lot of uh, flying training schools here now around this country are surviving primarily by um, opening their doors to Chinese airlines and the like, sending their students here, and, you know, they're making a good living out of that. But your average uh, guy off the street walking into a flight school and taking flight training is, well, I wouldn't say it's non existent here, but it just doesn't happen that much. And so, you know, we, there's, there's not a lot of pathways through and I think the other side to think about too industrially is, um, you know, we really have to look here at whether or not the airlines will use this as an excuse to bring in some cheap foreign labour, which uh, is is not a good thing either and, you know, if if they think they can uh, save a few bucks, they're probably going to be tempted to do that and I I don't think that our airline pilot friends in this part of uh, the world are going to be too happy at that prospect.
1: Mm, No, it's, uh, it's a very interesting market change by allowing all this to happen and what it does. I mean, you know, standards they've got to be held to the same standards. Then there's also which unions do they join we're already seeing the situation where you've got Kiwi pilots flying um, red tail aircraft uh, not just jet connect but now they're also uh, of course they're also looking at having some of the cheaper kiwi pilots flying their aircraft inside Australia coming in on Jet Connect, then flying a, a full mainline I believe mm-hmm. so there's all sorts of stuff going on and uh, I think we're going to have a very interesting time in 2018 watching this one unfold
0: I certainly will I guess that gives me a nice segue to talk about the new Australian aviation radio podcast so folks you'd know that over the years of course uh, we've we've quite often quoted articles from Australian aviation magazine and uh, you know it's, it's recently been taken over by a new management group and uh, part of that is uh, a bit of a change in the way that they present it so there'll still be the print edition but uh, they, they're certainly going digital on part of that is uh, I was very privileged to be asked to produce some podcasts for them so we're, we've done two episodes of that now as we record this and uh, it's it's really great I'm, I'm really thrilled to be working with that publication Grant I think it's something that uh, you and I have, have you've really harbored you know the ambitions to do that for a long time and well at least one of us got there you just got a job you just got a job in defense
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I did I start making the news rather than reporting on it <laughs> no, the uh, I've, I, I know a lot of the guys in the new and the old world of the um, Australian Aviation Magazine and yeah, we have worked together with them a number of times in other projects and I think it's, it's great that uh, you're getting the opportunity to, to uh, take all that experience you've got about putting out a high quality great sounding podcast and uh, now doing it for your favourite aviation magazine as well
0: it's going to be a lot of fun hey Grant um, I guess uh, we should answer some people's questions that are in inevitably going to pop up there. What are we doing with PCDU? Do we know?
1: Well, I thought we might just park it out the back like my RX-7 that's just waiting for some work to be done on it.
0: Unfortunately, uh, well, career-wise, Grant and I have uh, had, you know, we've had big career changes and it's uh, just just really takes up a lot of our time now and, you know, to produce Playing Crazy the way we did it, it took uh, a huge amount of effort and uh, it's been a great adventure and I think we'll, you know, we'll drip feed some bits and pieces out there over the next year. We've got a lot of back <laughs> catalogue of content that's a, a little old but still interesting that we could run up but, uh, you yeah, know, I don't think we're going to be producing too many of those anymore, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, maybe we just spit it out and park it in SoundCloud or things like that and just let people know when it's there on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be sad to see uh, PCDU uh, die off, but uh, it's been a great adventure and, uh, you know, it's, it's led to a lot of uh, other things for us and, you know, we, we have to pursue those. So I hope people understand that. Uh, and, you know, as always, we want to thank everyone at the Airplane Geeks for uh, really making that possible. You know, Grant, uh, I think between us, we've met every member of the Airplane Geeks podcast except for Max. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to uh, fix that at Some point. Mm. So he he remains the man of international podcast mystery. You know, I've even met Dan Webb. Yeah, even the uh,
1: V Australia uh, flight attendants have met Dan Webb, as in the famous, oh, behave
0: (laughs) moment. Yes. And who can forget rainbows and unicorns? Well, anyway, Grant, I think that's everything we have for you on uh, this year's Australia Desk. I think I said that on the last one, didn't I? Yeah,
1: pretty much, pretty much. But just don't forget, mate, as uh, Geoffrey Chaucer once said, all good things must come to an end. And, uh, you know, we'll still be around, we'll still be going on, and who knows, we may pop up
0: on a, on a future Australia Desk. That sounds good. Well, until next time, whenever that is, I'm Steve Fisher. And I'm still Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Grant, how do we shut this thing down? I don't know. Do we have to? Um, oh, hang on. It's yeah, don't no touch, that, to that, button. No, touch no. that button. No touch that. button.